Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Recovery is Effing Awesome. Uh, I am Robo. My day of grace is May the 7th of 2010. I'm trying something new along with this podcast today. I'm trying to film a video for YouTube because somebody told me that um, to put that stuff on YouTube, they kind of want to see my face. So here I am drinking my coffee. Now you see what I look like. Um, and I'm sure that now we'll get comments saying, oh, dear God, please don't ever do another video again. <laughs> oh, okay. So shameless self-promotion. Uh, the shirts are in. Uh, we do have those. You can, uh, I do have a shop on the website. It's recoveryisfandawesome.podbean.com. Uh, if you want to support the channel, you know, that'd be awesome. And if you don't, hey, you know what? That's awesome too. Um, you know, today is, is Monday, the 24th of April. Hope everybody's having a good day. Hope you woke up and grabbed your umbrella because there's a whole lot of ass kicking and, and gratitude pissing going on today. You know, um, we got to wake up and that is a great start because there's a lot of us, um, who didn't get that opportunity, right? So, uh, again, welcome. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to, uh, give me a listen. I do appreciate it. I appreciate all the love and support that I'm getting. Uh, by doing this. It's awesome. What I want to talk about today, kind of like daily thoughts, right? There's a lot of crap going on in the world, right? Don Lemon got fired. Okay, who cares? Tucker Carlson got fired. Eh, who cares, right? Um, got the whole Bud Light thing, right? Now, we, um, as our tradition states, says we have no opinions on outside issues. Um, however, the individuals in the we uh, usually do. And, you know, I had a conversation with some, some of my friends this weekend and, you know, the whole Bud Light thing, right? I don't drink. I really give two shits what Bud Light does. Um, but there's a lot of people who do, right? I kind of mind my own business, right? I stay in my lane. Does it, does it have a positive effect on my life? No. Then I really don't deal with it, right? Is it, is it that important? Not really. You know, there's a lot of people who are just going to bitch about, you know, stuff just to, to bitch, I guess, right? To make themselves feel important, right? I got a lot more uh, pressing issues to do. Like, hey, what am I going to do today to, you know, help my sobriety? How am I going to progress in, in being happy? How am I going to progress in helping someone else maybe stay sober today, right? That's my job. My job isn't to worry about what anheuser Bush is doing or what CNN or Fox News or any of that other, those talking head morons are doing. It's none of my business. I don't care. And I used to get all wrapped up in that, right? I used to let that consume me and run my day. Now I don't. I wake up, I do my morning stuff, and, you know, I hopefully talk to, you know, one or two alcoholics and I go about my day, you know, doing my day-to-day -day rat killing and in, in the most positive manner uh, that I can, right? And that's what we all should do. Why? Because none of the other stuff really matters. It really doesn't. It's great for little, you know, uh, blurbs on, on the new sites and have people, you know, clickbait or whatever they call it. Who cares? I don't care. You may care. I really don't give a shit. Uh, they're going to do what they're going to do. <clears throat> Nobody asked me for my opinion. Nobody really wants my opinion. I will tell you this coffee is really good. Um, cappuccino, mocha cappuccino is the way to go. So, 
Well, I do every morning. Um, I read, you know, daily reflections. That's important. Read the big book. That's really important. Um, but I also have a couple. One, uh, one of my buddies, Jason, uh, who lives in Colorado. You know who I am. Again, not breaking your anonymity, brother. Um, turn me on to this touchstones. It's Hazelton meditation for men. That's really good. And then the 24 hour day is, um, is really good. The little black book, right? And so today, again, April 24th, right? says it's been proved that we alcoholics can't get sober by our own willpower. We failed again and again. Therefore, I believe there must be a higher power, which helps me. I think that the power as the grace of God, I think of that power as the grace of God. And I pray to God every morning for the strength to stay sober today. I know the power is there because it never fails to help me. Right? And the question is, do I believe that AA works through the grace of God? And again, God is, you know, God of your own understanding. Right? Your higher power is whoever you want to call him. Right? Whether it's, you know, Jesus or God or good orderly direction or Allah or Buddha or whoever. Right? As long as your higher power works for you and helps you stay sober on a daily basis... It really doesn't matter. You know, my higher power is probably not the one that, that you have. And, you know, my higher power and my program probably wouldn't work for you. Just like your program probably wouldn't work for me. Um, but like the first step says, we, right? We as a collective help each other stay sober on a daily basis. And that's what it's all about, right? Because the book says we have a daily reprieve based upon the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Right? So if I'm working on my spiritual stuff, I have a really good shot at not taking that first drink. And if I don't take that first drink, guess what? I ain't getting drunk. Then it goes on for the meditation. It says, once I am born of the Spirit, that is my life's breath. Within me is the life of life, so that I can never perish. The life that, the life that down the ages had kept God's children through peril, adversary, and sorrow. I must never doubt or worry, but follow where life of the Spirit leads. How often, when little I know it, God does go before me to prepare the way, to soften a heart, to overrule a resentment. As the life of the Spirit grows, natural wants become less important. And the prayer for the day is, I pray that my life may become centered in God more than in self. I pray that my will may be directed toward doing his will. Wow. There's a lot there. And some of this stuff kind of gets um, churchy, uh, religiously, uh, religious-y, I guess. Um, but I kind of ignore that, right? And, and it's I don't think it's meant to do that, but some kind of sometimes it sounds like that, right? I must never doubt or worry. That's easier said than done. It's easy when life's going good and all your ducks are in a row and, you know, nobody's really harping on you and everything's going swell and the sky's blue and it's not raining and, you know, your, your car starts and you have four tires that aren't flat and, and, you know, you have a job and your wife and your kids and or your significant other, whatever is, is you know, everybody's good. Um, but it's kind of hard to do it when you're going through the middle of something, right? If you're like me, you know, you, you know... You know, when, when the shit hits the fan, you don't want to hear any of that stuff. Even though you may believe it's true, right? Like, this too shall pass. Or, hey, man, just, just, just hang on, it'll get better. Just hang on, it'll get better. Well, when you're in the middle of it, you don't want to hear it, right? 
But when you get to the other side, when you get through it, and you're still sober, and you and you haven't completely lost, you know, lost your shit, um, it does. You're like, wow, that really wasn't that bad. I mean, it sucked for a little while, but hey, now that I've gone through it, I feel better. All right? Because I've watched a lot of people, a lot of close friends, um, go through some horrendous stuff in this program. They did it with grace, and they did it. Um, you know, they had moments. You know, because we're all human. Um, but they they came out of the other side better and they showed me how that I know I know one day I'm going to have to go through the same thing uh, it's inevitable right it's life you know people die people get sick uh, people leave but they gave me the strength and they showed me how to walk through it as best I can with grace and to stay sober you know they 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 showed that I don't have to get drunk. I don't have to take any mind-altering substances, and I don't have to lash out at people and, and act the way that I used to. I don't have to do that stuff today, which is awesome. Um, you know, and, and that's one of the benefits of this program is we, we learn and we feed off each other, right? If I put you know bad stuff out, I'm going to get bad stuff back. But if I put out good stuff, the good stuff I get in return is Man, it's just, it's awesome. Uh, it's its just effing awesome, right? Uh, you know, back to the book here. It says, How often when little I know it, God goes before me to prepare the way, to soften a heart, to overrule a resentment. You know, it, how many times, I can't even count, it's numerous, that I go into a situation and I know that it's going to go sideways. I just know it is. Hope it doesn't. But I know it is, right? Because most of the time I cause the I cause the resentment or the, the bad stuff that's going to happen. But then I get in there and it's completely opposite. It's completely not as bad as I would have thought. So one of the things I, I, I use in my prayers in the morning is, God, please walk into every room before I do. And since I started doing that several, several years ago, it, it seems to help, right? Because I know that if... If I go into a situation or I'm going into a situation that I'm not necessarily comfortable with or I really don't know what the outcome is going to be and it's probably not going to be too positive, at least I have that where I can go in with a more positive mindset. I can go in with a little bit more gratitude. You know, I can go in there knowing that um, it's probably not going to be as bad as I think Uh, because, I mean, let's be honest, nothing ever is, right? I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I can take any situation and I will think of the worst outcome possible. And if that doesn't happen, it's cool, right? I'm, I'm, I'm golden. Um, and I've always done that. And I don't really know why. Um, I don't know if it's some kind of self-trickery that I'm trying to, you know, mindfuck myself into thinking that, you know, the, the worst possible case scenario, if that doesn't happen, then it didn't turn out too bad, even though sometimes it doesn't turn out really great. Um, it's kind of weird, uh, but you know, and then the, the, this touchstones for men, um, you know, it, it has, let me get to the date. So we're at the 24th, right? So it has a, uh, quote at the top from a famous or semi-famous person like today was Al, Albert Camus, right? It says, I should tell you a great secret, my friend. Do not wait for the last judgment. It takes place every day. And then it goes on to, you know some opinions, right? You know, we live our program in one-day portions. And our actions today have immediate consequences. 
For instance, if we listen to a brother or sister in the program, we may be enriched and the other person strengthened for today's challenge, as we all face challenges every day. We don't have to confront every temptation of life on this day. Only the portion we can handle. Our old insanity would have us predict the entire story of our future from today's limited viewpoint. But our spiritual orientation guides us to restrain ourselves. We simply live in the moment. How cool is that? I can't worry about what's going to happen tonight, right? I'm just living right now. The rewards of recovery are granted every day. Boy, that's the truth. The rewards of recovery are granted every day. We begin with the gift of a new day and a new possibility. We now have relationships that sustain us through difficulty and give us reason to celebrate. We have a new feeling of self-respect and hope. Right? Every day's a holiday, every meal's a banquet. Then at the bottom it has a, another little thing, right? It says, I am grateful for the rewards of each day in my spiritual awakening. Right? It's all about finding a higher power or a God of your understanding that you can do business with. It'll help you solve our problems. That's what the book says. And since I believe everything that that book says, especially in the first 164 pages, then I have to believe that. I have to believe that I have to have a, a higher power or spiritual being or universal spirit or good orderly direction or whatever you want to call it that will help me solve my problems, right? Because I don't have an alcohol problem. I don't have a drug problem. I got a life problem. I didn't know how to live. Still don't, but I'm learning, right? I know that the way I used to live was wasn't, wasn't going to cut it, and it's not going to cut it today. I can't have emotional outbursts and throw stuff through people's windows when, you know, I don't necessarily agree with what they think. Um, and I don't have to have an opinion on everything. And I really don't have to be right all the time. Right? Jim H. I always used to hear him early in sobriety. He said, you know, would you rather be happy or would you rather be right? You know, and at first I was like, well, I got to be right. Right? Don't you know who I am? But now it's, I just want to be happy. Whatever that is. I don't have to be right. If I get into an argument or discussion, I try not to argue much anymore. Um, kind of pointless. But if I get in discussion with somebody who has a different viewpoint than I may have, um, I don't have to be right. I can listen to their side, understand where they're coming from, see the, see the points, um, if they're filled with logic. If it's filled with bullshit, then I just, you know, in one ear, out the other. But if, you know, they have a valid point, I'll listen to it. I'll understand it. I may not agree with it, but we can agree to disagree. Right? And that's the beautiful part about life. And this program has taught me that I don't have to be right. I don't have to know all the answers. Because honestly, I don't know anything. Right? I built a chicken coop. Um, I started a, another YouTube channel, right? Rebellion's Homestead. Where, you know, we're raising chickens and, you know, doing that type of stuff. Well, I, I'm not a carpenter. Uh, I'm not a gardener. Um, I really don't have too many skills, honestly. Um. Uh, but you know what? I, I watched some, some videos, saw some tutorials, did some research, studied, learned, took what I learned, and applied it. And, you know, I now have a chicken coop that I'm really proud of and hadn't fallen down yet and hadn't fallen apart, and the chickens dig it. So chickens like it. That's all I care about. Right? But how I can relate that to, to my sobriety is when I came in the program almost 13 years ago, I didn't know anything about staying sober. Not only could I not stay sober, I didn't know how to be happy. 
I didn't know how to live. I didn't know how to like myself. I didn't know how to like other people. I honestly, even though I was married, I didn't know how to love. Even though I had kids, I honestly didn't know how to love them. I really didn't. Um, you know, but through some work and through getting out all that bull crap that I carried around for years, all that baggage, uh, working through the steps with another man who, who worked through the steps using the book, the way it's outlined in the book, I was able to, to learn how to like myself. I was able to not only tolerate, but like other people. I was able to learn a skill, um, which is called living life on a daily basis, which is probably the most important skill that I've ever learned. And I learned the meaning of serenity. I learned the meaning of peace. And I learned the meaning of gratitude. You know, I, I heard it long, long time ago. It says, success is getting what you want, but gratitude is wanting what you got. You know, and today I don't have much. But what I have, I am very grateful for. Right? And, and so, you know, I have a car that runs. And all four tires are somewhat aired up. Um, right? But how do I express that gratitude? Do I take care of it? Do I change the oil? Do I, do I wash it? Do I keep it clean? Do I vacuum the inside? Or do I just let it just all look like a trash pile? Right? Gratitude is, is an action word. Right? If I'm grateful for my sobriety, am I going to meetings? Am I talking to other alcoholics? Am I trying to help somebody else? If they need help, if they ask me, I don't go out and stand on the corner. I'm not a you know corner preacher. But if they ask me for help, do I help them? I don't give advice. I pick up the book. I pick up the book. And I turn to a page in the book that relates to what they're going through. It's like, here, man, have you read this? And after you read it, and you know, because knowledge ain't going to keep you sober, have you applied it in your life? And how have you done that? And when you did that, how did that work for you? Huh. Well, until I actually read that and was taught that and applied it in my life, it wasn't working at all. I was still miserable. I was still irritated and I still wanted to be right. But when I started actually applying this in my life on a daily basis, man, that first 164 pages now my guide to living, no matter what the circumstances. Right? And the best, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of good parts in this book. There, there is. Um, but, you know, I'm all about why. You know, why do you do this? Why do you do that? Why do I think this way? Why do I feel this way? Why do I, why do I do this? Why do I do this sober thing? Right? And this very simple answer is, if I could pick one thing in this book, yes, I go the promises, shit, that's easy. But the one thing in this book, my why, here it is. It's on page 100. It says, when we look back, we realize the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. Follow the dictates of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world no matter what your present circumstances. No matter what's going on outside, right? If I, follow, if I do what my higher power says, what this book says, I will presently, that means right now, live in a new and wonderful world. New and wonderful world... I compare that to the way that I used to live. I will presently live in a new and wonderful world no matter what's, what the hell is going on outside of me, right? No matter what 
you know, the talking heads in the media are doing or, or, you know, what's going on in the world, you know, the riots and the protests, the bombings, the wars and all that, all that chaos, right, that I used to get so wrapped up in. And I let it control my life. Whether the Cowboys win, Rangers win, Stars win. Hey, the Stars won last night, by the way. Series tied two to two. Go Stars. But I used to let that stuff consume me, right? And it's still funny today if, if, when the Cowboys play. If the Cowboys win, everybody seems to be happier. If the Cowboys lose, they kind of seem to be bummed out. I don't know what that is. I That used to be me. Um, it's not anymore. Um, because I have I have uh, realized that, that sports and things and people not going to keep me sober. Now, my brothers and sisters in the program are going to keep me sober. They'll help keep me sober. But there's two things that are going to keep me sober. One, if I follow the dictates of my higher power. Two, if I don't take that first drink. How do I not take that first drink? Follow the dictates of my higher power. How do I follow the dictates of my higher power? Easy. First 164 pages. And if you're like me and you read the first 164 pages when I was newly sober, I had no idea what it meant. I, I could read, but I had no idea what it meant. So what I had to do is I had to find somebody who worked through the steps using the book to interpret that for me and to explain and to show me how I could implement and, and apply that in my life on a daily basis. And since that happened, I have been filled with gratitude. And I have been filled with peace and serenity. And that hole that was inside of me, that I drank at, that I ate at, that I, I bought all kind of fishing equipment trying to fill, right? And, and millions of other things that I tried to do to fill that void is now being filled with peace and serenity and gratitude. Because I choose to surround myself with people who are on the same path as me. We're on the gratitude train. We wake up every morning. We choose to be happy. We grab a little jake dust and sprinkle it on us. And we go do our day-to-day -day rat killing. It's not that hard. Life, is, life is, is hard sometimes. But it's a lot harder if, if, if you're not sober. Um, and it's really hard if you're not living this program. Right? I don't work this program anymore. I live it. This is my lifestyle. This is This sobriety thing is my lifestyle today. Because it has to be, right? I know what the alternative is. Life is good. It's even better sober. Appreciate you guys for listening. Um, hope I didn't bore you too much. I was kind of scatterbrained all over, right? Um, the alphabet syndrome's coming back, right? ADD, ADHD, just take three letters of the alphabet, throw it on the table, and boom, Robo's got it. Uh, hope it made a little bit of sense. Uh, I don't know if I helped you, but I sure did help me. I appreciate the support. Again, shirts are on the website, recoveryisfandawesome.podbean.com. If you want to support the channel, I got we have black shirts and white shirts. Um, appreciate the love. Appreciate the support. Appreciate you guys. Love you. And remember, stay sober. Enjoy today. Grab your umbrella because it's going to be pissing gratitude. And remember, recovery is effing awesome. <laughs>